Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. This is in our own lives and the world in general. My name is Daryl and I'm here with my wife, Karen. I like your slippers. Hi. (laughs) They're like mittens for your feet. Your dad bought me these slippers. Yeah. And they're my favorite. And you know why? Why? Um... They're made by Cuddle Duds, which is also my favorite Mm -hmm. because I wear Cuddle Duds under my... Three pairs of them (laughs) at one time. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Do we need to go there? (laughs) Anyone that knows me knows I wear layers, layers upon layers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm an onion. You're not. Anyway, so if you know what Cuddle Duds are... I mean, Kettle Duds, that brand makes a bunch of stuff now. But I think its main thing was like underpants, pants, or like... Like long johns? Like long john type things. So you'd wear them in the winter under your clothes to stay warm. Mm-hmm. So I just wear them all the time. Okay. So now, so now, I think I've trained my body to be so used to them that when I don't wear them, I'm freezing. Mm. So anyway... It feels weird to wear one pair of pants now. But these slippers. Yeah, the slippers. <laughs> anyway, that's right. Back to yeah. the slippers. <laughs> Your dad bought me these years ago and they're cuddled cuddle duds brand, but the reason I like them is that they they're like high tops. Mm-hmm. So your ankles they're, stay warm. They're not like to my knees or anything, but they're like they're high, so they cover my whole foot. I hate mm-hmm. when I get slippers that are like those I guess ballerina style. When the whole top of your foot is open. Right. I mean, even though you're wearing socks, but I mean, not always, but um, yeah, these go up high. It just makes sense. You know, when I got these, I was like, yes, this is the kind of slipper I need. I don't know how I've lived without these. I don't either. But anyway, like they're actually falling apart on the inside. Uh, how, need, how old I, are they? I need a new pair. I think they're like three... At least three years, hmm. three or four. But anyway, excellent. So, anything else? Any any random? And <laughs> you started stuff you that. You said I like, know. Like, yeah. Well, I saw them. I had to comment. Uh, I actually like. I leave these by the front door too, because when I come in and take my shoes off, I'll like usually, Mr. Rogers, I usually put these on. Put on a different sweater. Yeah. How are you, neighbor? <laughs> oh my so gosh! Glad remember you that one time. Here. I actually, like, one winter, I had a pair of boots that were too big on me. Like, I don't know if someone gave them to me, or I don't remember the story, but I had a pair of boots that were too big. So I, I would actually wear these cuddled up slippers inside In the boot? The boot. <laughs> I don't remember that. You never knew it, but, I mean, it's not like I announced to anybody. Mm-hmm. But I remember going to Luke and Ashley's house once when they were in Heightstown. Okay. And I remember... They had like the take off your shoes policy, and I remember taking off my boots there, and I had these slippers on. I don't know. <laughs> Bring your own slippers. I don't know if they, they remember that, but um. Anyway, what, what are anyway, we even doing what here? Are, good question. Well, 
Karen, I just recently rewatched the first half or the first 40 minutes of uh, mm-hmm. the documentary, The American Gospel, which we talked about a couple episodes ago about mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. And in all, it's about a little over two hours long, but it goes... It doesn't feel like it. No. And it, it just speaks about, you know, the true gospel as compared to what a lot of churches are teaching, uh, the gospel of morality. And the, the second half of the movie is like the prosperity gospel speaking against, you know, the false teaching of uh, the false teachers out there that are a lot of televangelists and, you know, popular preachers. I'm not going to name names, Karen, because, you know, thou shalt not judge. Uh, right. But anyway. Careful. I think we've named names and even I think we were joined by one of them before. <laughs> well, my impersonation of... Your best life, man. It's only been five minutes. You're already I'm sorry. getting yeah. in trouble. But but uh, so if you get an opportunity, the American Gospel, you can search it on YouTube and watch the first forty minutes of it for free, and then it gives uh, testimonies of people who have watched the movie and how it's kind of changed them. How some have come out of false gospel preaching churches. Uh, so I definitely recommend watching that at least, and then purchasing the full length movie watching that with with your friends with your church and they have part two coming out pretty soon which i'm looking forward to as well there's a little preview of that at the end of movie night yeah at the end of the uh the 40 the free 40 minute youtube that's out now but uh it started me thinking about how the true gospel it's just so glorious of of the grace that we receive uh, the, the unmerited favor of God through the, the true gospel. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about that today. I know it's kind of a, a broad topic, but just, just talk about how our salvation is truly a gift from God and how without His grace, we would not be saved at all. No one would be saved. Um, so I'm just going to read from Ephesians chapter 2, starting in verse 1. It's, 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 it's a bit long that I'm going to read but because I like to read the whole hey, chunk you know here. I've heard this is a Christian podcast, so. Oh, okay. So it's all right if I read from, from the Bible, from the sometimes. Word of God. I'm reading from the uh, English Standard Version, uh, sometimes called the, the Just Thinking Podcast. Virgil Walker calls it the Elect Standard Version. So I'm going to read from the Elect Standard Version. Uh, Ephesians chapter That's 2. That's caused us to rename all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Well, his partner on there, uh, Daryl Harrison, the NASB, he calls the non-Armenian standard Bible. So that's why yeah. I call it that. So there's nothing new under the sun. I uh, take yeah, from other the, great my, podcasts. Oh, my, yours? My chosen. Yeah, chosen standard Bible, is the CSB. Original? I think that is an original. Yeah, so I'm just going to say right here and now. <laughs> I saw, I saw, claim the I saw a meme on Facebook, or, or I think it was on Facebook. It said uh, the CSB is the NIV of the reformed people. <laughs> That's like, eh, well. <laughs> but anyway, all right. The word of God says, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now in the work of the sons of disobedience among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of our body and the mind and were by nature children of wrath, like the rest of mankind. 
But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness, in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing, it is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Mm, a lot of meat in that lot, meal. A lot of meat <laughs> there. Uh, but this, this, there's there's so much there. I mean, it starts out that we are dead in our trespasses and sins. So we 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 were dead, right? So Paul is addressing this letter to the church in Ephesus, so he's, he's writing to believers. And he's telling them their state before grace came to them. They were dead in their trespasses and sins. So what can a, what can a dead man do? Die. Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> they're dead in their trespasses and sins, in which they once walked. So he's saying, you once walked in your deadness. You were the walking dead, right? The real walking dead. So that's your state before belief, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. So he's saying there, there's a spirit at work in the sons of disobedience, those who aren't obeying God, the spirit, so that, you know, a, a demonic, a satanic spirit, a spirit mm. of the prince of the power of the air, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh. Mm -hmm. So all of us were in the passions of our flesh, following the prince of the power of the air. We were sons of disobedience, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath. So what Paul's saying is our nature, we are natural born sinners, natural, naturally born as children of wrath. Of whose wrath? Of God's wrath. Right, so this this picture here, he's painting it. If you don't know the whole story and you just started there, you're a children of wrath. That doesn't seem like a good thing at all. And then he goes on to say, like the rest of mankind. So we are by nature children of wrath, and the rest of mankind, they're children of wrath. But here you go. But God, <laughs> right? One of the two greatest words in the English Bible. But God. Being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he had, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trans trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. So, we were dead in our trespasses, but God, since he loved us, who is the us? Those who believed, who are he's writing to, who Paul's writing to. He, we were dead in our trespasses, but he made us alive together with Christ by his grace. By grace, we have been saved. And he raised us up with him and seated us in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So that's, that's pretty amazing there, right? So that in the coming ages, he might show his immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. And here's the popular passage that we often quote as 
Protestant believers. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. So the grace is the gift of God, but also our faith is a gift of God. Because it's not of our own doing. So it's not a result of works, so that we can't boast. So even our faith is a gift, because if our faith wasn't a gift, then we can boast in our own faith. And like, hey, I chose to believe. Right. For we are his workmanship. So we're God's workmanship. He is working in us. We're created in Christ Jesus. So we have to be in Christ, right, to be his workmanship that he created for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. So he, pre- he prepared the works for us to walk in. That's just a great section of, of the Bible. Hard not to read that section and not have made alive by citizen states playing your <laughs> right? head. Yeah. Like you're reading them going, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it's, it's just... Although, is that in their new version? That little ditty. Yeah. Anyway. It's a good band. Citizens and Saints. I think they actually they're just called Citizens now. And oh, they that's have right, some that's new right. music coming out. So that's music recommendation for you. Look up Citizens and Saints for their old stuff, but it might be under citi- uh, Citizens. But yeah, one excellent, of my, excellent one of my band. bands. Uh, but right. the, the verse that I, I mean, there's so much in here, but that he made us alive. He made us like god makes us alive so do you think that's a common misunderstanding amongst christians like do you feel like they feel that they have the power to save themselves or that it was them seeking god and not the other way around well this is the weird thing right so until you like read this right Mm -hmm. you think it is us that pursued God, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or we found God, or I think like, I used I've, to feel that way. Like I found Jesus. Like you, you often hear that said. Yeah. Um, People have said that to me. Like since I've become a Christian, they say, "Oh, you found the Lord." Like they'll say stuff like right. that. I'm like, well, I think He kind of found me, but yeah. And that's as I read the scriptures, you constantly see, even Old Testament, that God pursued His people. His people rebelled, God pursued them. You know, Israel kept rebelling, God kept going to get them. And, like, even after he took them, he saved them from Egypt, and then he gave them a law to follow. So, like, he didn't require them first to follow the law, and then I'll save you. Mm-hmm. He would save, he saves them, then he gives them the law. He saves them, you know... um, like New Testament, he saves us, and then we follow the law out of a love for re- the realization of what he's done. He saved us from himself, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, but yeah, so when you when you know little about theology or or the doctrines of salvation, you're not gonna you know necessarily start to to dig in. And maybe you would read it in a different way. And sometimes I I think like. You know, especially lately, being challenged on some beliefs that I hold to, it's like, all right, if I didn't start seeing it one way, would I see it 
mm. the other way. Like I can't read that section I just read and then not think that all right, it's salvation's all of God. It was all Him. He pursued it. He gives me the gift of grace, but also the the gift of faith to believe. So it's all of Him. I can't read Ephesians one either, where you know, uh, where it says you know, blessed be. I'm going to read it because it's right here. So. <laughs> Uh, Ephesians 1, I'm going to reverse, started chapter 2, now I'm going to chapter 1, Crazy. but uh, starting verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. So he chose us in him. And he uh, predestined us for adoptions as sons through Christ, according to the purpose of his will. Like, there's, it's all this, you know, emphasis being put on God choosing, God predestining for his glory, that we should take part in his glory in love. So it's because he loved us. So it's, it's hard to unsee that from the view yeah. that I see it through now. But it, but it makes sense, I mean, now seeing it this way and then trying to go back and see it, there's no way we should have the power to choose because... Right, especially if, you know, like in chapter two where it says... We don't we, do anything we are, right. Yeah, we were by nature children of wrath. So by right. nature, <laughs> we deserve wrath. Can't be trusted. And see, this is what grace is. Grace is giving you something beyond what you deserve you know mercy is not giving you what you deserve grace is giving you something you don't deserve so all throughout you know these opening chapters of ephesians like we we are inheriting the glory we are seated in heavenly places with christ in christ right so children of wrath made sons adopted as sons like that's grace like so yeah. we don't deserve that that's not something we've pursued that's something we've run away from. Right. Which is just... <laughs> you have to be given a new heart and, and new eyes. And it's totally undeserved. And how that can like, relate in our lives is how we treat others. I think, ultimately, because if we've been forgiven by the Father through grace and given new eyes to see... Then that should A new heart to love, then, and... then as... as as husband and wife, as parents, like, how do we show that grace? Like, we can't show grace like God has shown grace, but we can show it to each other, like, right, like better. And like, when there should of, definitely be a difference, <laughs> like, yeah, even though we're never going to be perfect, we're mm -hmm. always going to be messing up, you know, right? But so, when, when Rue marches to the beat of her own drummer her own time like i want her to get her shoes on and <laughs> i'm like why is this so hard like just put them on they're right there you don't have to bring your heel up to your head and do a heel stretch i've like or just sing put, it sing just, a song yeah, yeah, just put your shoes on just... like come on let's go i gotta like all right grace like all right like uh, there's not daddy patience like... and there's mommy patience <laughs> right no, no no there's mommy patience and there's just daddy <laughs> Like even at bedtime, right, I'm like, Cheryl, don't you realize there's like 
these certain things she has to do. I know, it's do. a routine. I'm just like... So if you want to start this earlier... I know. But see, okay, well, I'm, I'm trying to choose. I do. I let her... Am I showing Grace by letting her watch a little bit more of the show that she wants? Or, or would it be better if I let her tuck her doll in a little? <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> Millie needs to get her And I know it's not... It's, this isn't, you know, the equivalent of the Grace that, that God has shown <laughs> us. Like, yeah, really. not at all. God but, never lets me put my shoes on. <laughs> <laughs> right now. But... But it is a way, you know, to kind of like think about heavenly things and like the little things that could irritate us mm. or irritate myself, you know, like, is this a big deal? Is this really in the grand scheme of things? Like, you yeah. know, and th- there's a time to, for discipline and, and things that need to be done, but, you know, and know, there's good times to show grace towards each other. And that's ultimately what what I need to think more of is is the grace that's been shown to me through Christ in the son by the gift of faith in the son and forgiveness that I was a child of wrath, hating God. And he made me alive. I was dead. He made me alive together with Christ by grace. I've been saved. Right. So thinking about that, then, then thinking about all these everyday little things, Mm -hmm. you're like, wow, should I really get so upset over, (laughs) over this? Mm -hmm. You know, actually, when you think about that, you should be just overjoyed, <laughs> but it's hard to, uh, I guess, do that in the in the day to day. Kind of lose track, but but that helps. I think that helps as parents to to raise a child with grace, so they they see what grace is, right? Like right. even when they irritate you and they know they're irritating you, yeah. And you don't respond the way maybe one day they they think you've been responding, yeah. And they're like, wait, why didn't you? Like yell at me this time. I was like, not saying you shouldn't discipline or let your, yeah or let your kids walk all over you, but mm-hmm. walk all over you. But it's a way that you can almost witness but, to them. Yeah, you should not lose your temper. You should mm-hmm. not. Yeah, you know, talk to them with respect. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's those kind of opportunities are ways you can also share the gospel with your child you know because we see a lot of like like the movie back to the movie uh, the american gospel the first half they're talking about uh like certain like some of the people that were in the movie talking about they were in churches that were preaching like moralism like 10 ways to do this or that and just being about you know how to be a better person you know or they'd hear sermons like how to you know 10 steps to this or that and you know if we're always focusing on ways to be better like this list of things to be better mm. then that's not that's not the gospel of grace that's not what, what grace is it's not that's not the good news of jesus it's right. just moralism so you might you know you might raise your child to follow the rules but mm. we want them to to love god and follow the rules because of that love knowing that if they mess up they have an advocate with the Father. They have Christ. But that's, you know, I mean, maybe it wasn't, it's not a perfect equivalent. But, it, you know, if you're, you're in relationships, it's, it's always good to remember the grace of God, the grace that he has shown us through his son. And remember what the true gospel is. Because I think it, it does get lost in a lot of churches when you're, you, you might hear sermons, like moralistic sermons. 
that never point to Christ. Like that's, and, yeah, that's really hard because a lot of churches do preach like how to have a happier life, how to have more of what you want, how to be healthy. And, and God's will for your life isn't necessarily that. So like, isn't that kind of sending the message, if you're not happy, healthy, and wealthy, are you going to be disappointed? You know, are you expecting all that because you're a Christ follower? And when you don't get it, you know, won't that send you into a spiral of sadness and depression? You know, I wonder if these churches are kind of dangerous in that way. Yeah, I think it's very dangerous. I mean, I don't know if they preach like, from what I've heard from listening to some of them, like, was it Bill Johnson? saw a clip of one of his, of the beginning of his church service. I, I don't know if it was him. I forget now. But just saying, oh, I feel like this person's going to get healed today. And I feel like this other person's going to, like, be cured of something. And yeah, that, there's someone like, yeah, here I, I that, saw. Uh, was that him? I th- maybe it was when I was watching it the other day. There was, there was a guy, I think, uh, started watching a YouTube channel called Theology Nights. I think it's called Theology Nights. Oh, okay. And the guy kind of breaks down different theological uh, things. And he just, he went through one of Bill Johnson's, uh, okay. Bill Johnson is the pastor at, at Bethel Church, Reading. Uh, you, uh, you might know him from uh, the music of Jesus culture. But anyway, uh, I believe that he's a dangerous teacher. And he's teaching a, well, if he's, saying that. he's teaching a false gospel. Uh, and I'm evaluating him through a biblical lens. And if you disagree with me, that's fine. You can disagree with me, but let's go to the scriptures and see if what he's saying measures up. Because in this sermon, he was saying, oh, I just feel somebody here tonight's going to get healed from, you know, this or that infirmity. And hey, the chances are, because there's a lot of people. <laughs> right. Like somebody, somebody <laughs> suffering, well could happen. somebody Look. suffering with a headache. And you know what it reminded me of? Oh yeah. He said migraines too. I used to watch, and my mom used to watch this show on sci-fi with, uh, Jonathan Edward, not Jonathan Edwards, the, uh, the crossing over the, guy. Yeah. So not, not the, uh, <gasps> that guy. the, uh, theologian, what Jonathan Edwards, but Jonathan Edward. I don't think there's an S at the end, but he used to be in the crowd and the people, he was like a psychic, you know, air quotes, psychic. Okay. And he, he would, uh, you know, say, oh, there's some people in this section. Somebody's, uh, like has, has a dog named Rover. It was like general, (laughs) general things. And he wants to come over. Yeah. He read Rover. His name's Red Rover and I'm sending him over. (laughs) I don't know, but it would be like something like that, and there something with an R. It would be like very vague, like yeah. somebody has last name. There's there's an a, a vowel in it. Like what? Hey, somebody's wearing pants over yeah, here. Yeah, and he would just like narrow it down, and it would be like just very general. And people were like, "Yeah, it's me." It's the, because people were going there wanting to hear from like yeah. you know somebody that's passed away and, and just playing on emotion. And uh, and if you already believe something to be true, right. you're more apt to you know, confirm those things, like, mm-hmm. just to make yeah. yourself feel like you're you're mm-hmm. believing correctly. But anyway. Yeah, but but who knows? Maybe there is a, some kind of spirit at work, but it's not, it's, I don't believe it's, it's the God, Holy Spirit. Yeah. But that's what uh, Bill Johnson was kind of doing, with, you know, making general statements like, oh, somebody's going to get healed of, like, their foot hurts or somebody, 
Mm-hmm. And, like somebody has cancer and like there's a big church there. The odds of some at least somebody having cancer is probably pretty yeah pretty or they know somebody has cancer is going to get healed. And again, to be clear, we're not saying God still doesn't heal today. Right. Like right. he can work in he still works miracles. But for somebody to start saying that, I don't I don't necessarily see that in the scriptures. Nor does does the gospel guarantee healing on on this side of heaven that way. Like yeah, in the uh, New Testament, uh, like Paul suffered with infirmities. He he wrote to to other uh, of his disciples who were sick, so he didn't pray over everyone for them to be healed. So to to guarantee, like say, you know, you know, by his stripes we are healed, and that means we are healed from all our infirmities. You, you're taking it out of context, and you're making it say something it doesn't. And to me, that's a dangerous false teaching. Right. Because healing is never promised in the Bible, but suffering most definitely is. Well, J- Jesus said, "In this world, you have tribu- tribulation." You know. <laughs> yeah. So, should we? Expect... When people bring up the promises of God, that's not one they usually say. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just think let's, of some promises. Let's put this Jesus on our said wall. we're going to have tribulation. I'm actually, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to. But well, the the rest of that, take heart. I have overcome the world. Right. So. We so may have... suffer, and God may use our suffering for His glorification. And how 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 does the Christian suffer? Do we suffer well? And a pastor just preached on this, right through through Luke? James. No, uh, our pastor. Well, I was gonna mention because I just well, watched Luke's just sermon one on suffering. On, uh, he just did his sermon on suffering, but through James about like, right. Um, you know how we go through life as Christians. Whether we suffer or whether we have prosperity, you know, we shouldn't really have that different of a reaction in a way. Like, we need to praise God through it all. You know, whether I have, whether I have not, glory goes to to God. Right. And that's part of realizing that we're saved by grace. Like, that we don't deserve anything at all. We deserve... If we're children of wrath by nature, we deserve that wrath. But for God to take away that wrath from us and put it on his son, to crush his son, to put those stripes on his son for our justification, for 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 us to be made righteous, to be made alive, that should be the focus. And then through our suffering, if we're focusing on that, that we're it's it's by god's grace that we suffer like it's like completely changes how you preach how you read the bible uh how you treat others but if you're expecting you know healing like we we could we could still again pray for healing and expect god to move but it it shouldn't be in a way that like it's guaranteed because that might not be how he blesses you you know what I'm saying? I actually you know what I'm watched, trying to say? <laughs> well, I watched Luke's sermon the other day, but I also watched the documentary that he recommended, um, Tortured for Christ. Oh, I didn't see that. Was it good? Yeah. No, I got to see I it. I mean, so there's some suffering right there. Hmm. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, you're just held prisoner and just, you know, beaten daily. And you're, uh, I mean, exactly like the title said, you're tortured. 
for Christ. So, I mean, that kind of suffering. Actually, we were talking about it in our group last night. Like, do you do you feel closer to God in your suffering or in your triumphs? Mm-hmm. You know, and most of the women said in 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 suffering, in trials, you know. And I feel like like Luke might have said this in his sermon, like suffering is the the mo- most direct pathway to to God, to more wisdom in God, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I think he quoted C.S. Lewis. Yeah. Oh, you For- know what? I forget the quote though. I think I took a screenshot. But, but um, my- I mean, even if we look at the New Testament and Paul and Peter and all the the apostles were all martyred. Like, so they suffered. So they didn't like (laughs) really have prosperity, health and wealth. Right. You know, they, they suffered and they counted it, you know, as, as like they gloried in their suffering. Mm -hmm. Uh, They rejoiced in it that they were found worthy to suffer for Christ, for what they believed. And it just totally gets flipped when you're preaching a different gospel that says you're going to be healed right now. So that's what, how do they preach through those scriptures and come to they I don't know like I guess they avoid them I don't know I don't know how you would but since we're speaking of suffering this is the last chance to promote this uh event coming up <clears throat> Oh they're going to talk about my headache Oh yeah your headaches <laughs> How's your head But uh <laughs> there's a conference uh, this weekend, if you live in New Jersey, or if you don't, if you just want to come into Jersey, uh, Striving for Eternity's Ministry is putting on the Sanctification Through Suffering Conference. The conference is held March 15th through 16th, 2019. That's this year. At the Chinese American Bible Church, 65 Gibson Place, Freehold, New Jersey, 07728. And the speakers include Justin Peters. Dun, 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 dun. Frank Mullis, Joe Suazo, and And Colleen Sharp, Sharp. and she's a host, uh, one of the co-hosts of Theology Gals, and... True story. True story, and uh, she's got a great program, and also Striving for Eternity's Ministries, uh, Andrew Rappaport has the Rap Report, another great podcast for y'all to listen to. So go to strivingforeternity.org and sign up for that uh, conference right now. And you're can, listening to this on a Wednesday, hopefully. It's when it comes oh, out. So I don't know when you listen. Um, but if you listen to it after this weekend, it's too late. You missed it. Yeah, and you can pay at the door as well. So Yes. You can You can pay at the door. And also, if you're having trouble with payment and just just let them know and uh like if you're having some financial issues let them know and uh they will try to help you out with that as well yeah i think it's a, an important I think it conference was the theology gals podcast she said if you know she wouldn't want anyone to miss it because of mm-hmm. a financial reason so they um are offering scholarships i think she called it yeah, <laughs> something yeah, some, like yeah, that some kind of scholarships um yeah which is good. I think it's going to... But I'm if you for... can't, if you can't pay until you get there, you can put your name in. They will take your name ahead okay. of time on the site. Cool. So you can at least register. Oh. Awesome. So. Cool, cool. No, I'm looking forward to the conference. Uh, How late does it go Saturday? Uh, 
Let's yeah, look at it. Job. While I have the app out, I'll tell you. Is there an app for the conference? Oh, not the app. I have, no, I'm on Shrine for Eternity website. Oh, okay. But, uh, so yeah, on Friday it starts at, uh, doors open at 6.30. And the last speaker is at 8. And then Saturday, doors open at 9.30 a.m. And then the last session is a Q&A session at 2.30. Okay, so not too long. No, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. Justin Peters is going to speak uh, the truth about trials from James. So he's going to oh, go well, through James. We'll get a little. Um, deal, Frank Mullis dealing with depression from Psalm 42 to 43. Hmm. And then on Saturday, Frank Mullis will be talking about why is God allowing me to suffer? Uh, suffer? <laughs> My voice is changing. Uh, and then... Uh, Justin Peters again on Saturday will speak about perseverance through trials from James again. And there's a breakout session at 1.30. And that, that's going to be cool because uh, like the women will go with uh, Colleen Sharp and she's going to talk about comfort from God's word in suffering. And then the men go with Joe Suazo and biblical basis for suffering from Genesis 3 and Romans 8. Whoa. So looking forward to it. A lot of... A lot of good Bible, a lot of good Bible teaching going on. So <laughs> if you can make it, hopefully we'll, we'll see you there. I don't know. I'm really and looking forward to seeing Justin. Justin Peters. <laughs> It'll be cool. It'll we be cool talked about him. him in our, uh, what it was our second podcast about influences. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, But like he was that guy that I, I got kind of hooked on watching for a while because he kind of opened my eyes to so many things because I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh mm -hmm. my gosh. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see him and yeah. see some good teachers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I guess my, my final encouragement to you would be to uh, read your Bibles. Always and, a good idea. Yeah, and just just meditate on the, the God's grace and read through Ephesians, read through Romans, and even go, go through the Old Testament and just see the work of God's grace throughout the whole Old Testament because it's there. A lot of people will say, oh, that God was so mean in and, and the Old Testament, and then he changed into a, a peaceful God because of Jesus. It's No, no, no. It's a, it's a whole story, Genesis to Revelation, of God redeeming a people for his glory, because of his grace and his love. So follow us on iTunes and Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Let us know what you think of the podcast. You can give us suggestions for topics you want us to talk about. Uh, and be kind and rewind. <laughs> 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 the the younger generation that listened to like rewind what is that isn't that also we a don't movie know. yeah with Jack Black I think he was in that but wasn't he in that are you talking about the one where they made their own movies yeah isn't that called was that called Be Kind I thought so he worked in a video store where they would this isn't sweet, a, this isn't a movie it? recommendation sweet it we sweet, <laughs> sweet it, <laughs> we sweet it. This is not the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my god. Probably not a good movie to recommend. I don't remember it I, other than that. But Yeah, I don't remember. But 
anyway. But we enjoyed it at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Black cracks me up. Oh, I was Jack Black last week. (laughs) (sighs) Anyway. Well, in the meantime, we, uh, is it, is it over? I think so. Is it over? Is it over? Is it over? Not yet. Jesus hasn't come back yet. It's not up. No. <laughs> oh, you mean the, uh, the podcast the episode. Podcast. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hope you find your dad. That's actually a good <laughs> <gasps> t shirts. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> Hope dad finds you. Hope dad finds you. <laughs> Hope dad finds you through the sun. <laughs> all right, we're just getting silly. No, he's on the this naughty might all have list. to be cut out. <laughs> uh, too many movies. Well, in the meantime, we pray that you will seek the kingdom of God and continue to learn what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Peace.